Today, we're going to be talking about an HID authentication problem. My name is Steve, this is TQA Weekly, and Windows, and just about every other operating system, has a very important and dangerous security issue related to HIDs, or Human Interface Devices. Anything plugged into a USB port has the potential to be detected as a Human Interface Device, an HID, which is problematic especially if the device is configured to be detected as a keyboard, mouse, or any other human interface device, which can include game controllers. And because Windows and most operating systems implicitly trust this, this is a very important, very dangerous vector of attack. So let's start from the beginning. How does a connected device get recognized by Windows and other operating systems as a human interface device? Because not every USB stick can be configured to be considered a human interface device. It is specialized hardware like Hack5's Rubber Ducky that can be detected as a human interface device. Only specialized hardware can be detected in this way, but it gets the default driver profile for a human interface device in Windows and other operating systems. From this point, that device can load a whole bunch of commands into Windows and other operating systems with information stored on a micro SD card that interacts with the microprocessor that is being detected as like a keyboard or a mouse or anything else. Because your operating system is just going to accept that there's a human without checking, it will just allow it to do all the commands it wants and it will type a lot faster than a human. Many times faster than most people. I've heard 500 plus words per minute, which is on my greatest days, five times faster than me and probably 10 times faster than me on the normal. So that means that many of the commands can be deployed and already executed before you even have a chance at getting back to that stick and pulling it out of the computer. It may very well be too late by the time you realize that's not a USB stick you got there. It is an attack tool. The issue with these devices is they're not new, but the problem is, is that because human interface devices don't have authentication on them, there's no way for operating systems to figure out who exactly is using that device. Well, in your own home, this might not really be problematic because the amount of data that you have is going to be limited. In the business setting, this is extremely problematic because that means that attackers trying to get out of business can just stick these drives anywhere in a parking lot and some poor sap's gonna pick up the USB drive, be curious about the contents and just shove it inside their workstation computer and allow the attacker to use their permissions to game the system. And that will allow them to do anything they want and even get other software installed in the computer before the user has time to react, if they even react at all. And it is for this reason that there has to be some sort of set of solutions that need to exist, especially in the business setting, to deal with the authentication problem of human interface devices, especially those that aren't actually 
keyboards, mice, game controllers, or anything else. See, education on this is the first fundamental block on how to deal with this kind of attack. If you ever see a USB stick ever laying around in a parking lot or anywhere else, the only place that USB stick should be going into is a air-gapped device, which means that computer doesn't even have a connection to the internet, the network, or whatever. It probably doesn't even have networking enabled at all. That means you can see if it's actually a USB stick or not, and if it infects the computer, it infects the computer. You just format it and start again. But an air-gap device isn't something that's common, and it's even less common businesses, even though there should have at least one in just about every IT department, just in case. Because the other way of dealing with the problem of people just plugging stuff into the computer with because of curiosity is utilities to check what's on them. Because if you have a human interface device validator, so that air-gapped computer, you can check to make sure that it is in fact a USB stick. And then if it is a USB stick and there's nothing wrong with it, then you can flash it and you just got it completely free. But if it is a device that could compromise the systems, you just avoided a lot of problems. And that probably costs less than actually redoing everything inside the entire workplace. So the first thing is education. Make sure everybody knows that this is a possibility. The second one is having the tools to make sure that it isn't malicious in nature. And that way, people are gonna be more upfront with you in a business setting when it comes to those kinds of things. Because to be quite frank, it is human nature to be curious. Without curiosity, we would have no innovation whatsoever. So it is better to nurture than to condemn the curiosity of each of those employees. And in your case at home, if you've got a really old computer that has USB, just disconnect it, make sure it doesn't connect to anything on Wi-Fi, and you can use that to plug the stuff in. You don't even have to leave that thing plugged in at all. And it doesn't matter how old that computer gets, you can always use it to test those for yourself. Just keep in mind that everything that you find has the possibility of being weaponized. And that is only because there is no way to authenticate if you were actually human using a keyboard and not a USB stick pretending to be a keyboard. So like this episode if you like it, dislike it if you didn't, share with those who you think can benefit from this. And don't forget to subscribe. And if you have any questions, comments, suggestions for topics, email me at ask.tqwayweekly.com or go to my website, tqwayweekly.com, where you can see the show notes of this episode, pass others, find other ways of subscribing, and of course, use the contact form to email me directly. And if you want to see me play video games such as Watchdog Legions, I play with my friend Valerie Friday, Saturday, and Sunday from 7 to 9 p.m. She's not always there, but she does appear often enough now. Thank you for watching and goodbye.